Your job is going to rock in 2018, and we're going to help you get there. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to this week's episode of adulting.tv. I am Miranda Marquette, and I am joined as usual by Harlan Landis. How are you doing today, Harlan? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. It's good to see you. I'm glad we get to do these episodes in person once in a while. Yeah, it's super fun. You know, we also get to do it sometimes on Facebook. So we're doing it live on Facebook. Yay. Hi, Facebook. This is something that if you are following us and if you're subscribing, if you want to see behind the scenes, how this works for us, check it out. We do this about twice a year when I am visiting Pennsylvania. And if you have any questions, please feel free to put them in the comment box and we will try to answer them live. All right, so let's get going. We're talking about our careers in 2018 and and setting some goals and really getting where you want to go with your job or with any kind of work that you do. Maybe it's not a job per se. Maybe it's working for yourself. So that's where we're going to start, right? Yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of people feel like they're stuck in a rut or they're in a dead-end job or they wish they could start their own business. If this is you, if this is how you feel, you are not alone. According to a survey last year from Indeed.com, 50% of American workers wanted a new job in the new year. If that's what you're thinking about and you want a new job in the new year, you're not alone. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to figure out how you get that new job or how you start that business or how you get that promotion, what you can do to set career goals that matter. Let's get started. I think the first thing you need to think about before you even come to any kind of conclusion about what you're going to do with your job this year is to think about your overall goals in life. We don't think about that often enough, and we just continue going on with what we're doing without giving our values and our life goals much thought. We just think, all right, I'm here now, and you know, here in this job, and the next step for me is for me to get a promotion to the next level at this job. Or even if you're not happy with that job, move to a similar job or or change careers or whatever it is. But we, we think about these things in progression without sometimes thinking about the overall goal that we have for ourselves. So the first thing you want to do is, is think about what kind of life you want to live, what kind of lifestyle you're, you're thinking about. And then kind of go from there into like what sort of job is going to help you reach those goals, right? So, I mean, in my case, I've always done this freelance thing ever since I finished journalism school because I knew that um, having flexibility, working from home, having a certain amount of freedom was really important to me. And so I chose a career path that was compatible with that. And when I decided to actually take a job in 2016 – Part of my decision process was, will I still be able to work from home? Will I still be able to maintain a some degree of flexibility? So really think about the kind of lifestyle you want and, and the things you want out of life and go from there as to what type of career, what type of job, what type of, you know, if you want to start your own business, what your career is going to look like to help you achieve that life goal. Yeah, and there there's some aspect of privilege to this when you think about it that way because not everybody has flexibility to change their job and to live the kind of life that they want to 
that they want to live. We have to think realistically, too, because we're going to focus today on goals for the next year. It's it's good to think about these overarching life goals that we have, but also we want to break this down into something that's achievable over the next 12 months. So that's that's something that we have to think about, too, is what's going to be achievable. With that in mind... Let's figure out what the first step is, you know, with these goals in the back of our mind, this lifelong path that we're on, this journey, break it down into the next year. And what is it going to take to get there in the next year? Is it a new position at your current employer? Is it a new career? Is it something where you have to make a big change in your life and you know your life isn't going in the direction that you want it to, so you want to make a big change? The other thing to think about as well is, do you want to start your own business? And once you figure that out, your next step is to say, why do I want it? <laughs> so, because a lot of the time we're like, well, the next logical step is X. And no matter what it is in our lives, we're like, oh, well, we've done X. Our next step is Y. And then after that, we'll do Z. We get stuck in this progression, but we're not sure why. And we don't understand our motivations for it. So that can actually make getting what you think you want sad, I guess. I don't know. So really think about why you want it. Do you want it because you want a promotion? Do you want the prestige that comes with it? Do you want more money? Do you think that your new career path will allow you to help people? Do you want more fulfillment? Do you want more flexibility? So as you're thinking about the type of job you want or the type of career change you want or what you hope to do, also make sure you understand why you want it. And I think it makes sense to focus on the things that you know that you're good at because you can use those skills and whatever special aspect that you have about yourself that makes that makes you worthwhile in whatever job that you have. That is your strength and that is something that, you know, I, th- I think as you're planning out the year and you're figuring out what your strategy should be and where you want to be by December – Think about your strengths and how your strengths are going to get you there. And don't worry so much about your weaknesses and how they're holding you back because you can work around your weaknesses a lot more. It helps you more to focus on those strengths and and zero in on those and use those to get where you need to be. So as you're doing that, then just to kind of recap, figure out what you want, why you want it, and then what you're good at and those strengths that are going to help you. And even if all you want to do is just improve some, like for this year, if all you want to do is like improve some particular skill or improve your performance at your job, that's fine too, as long as you just kind of look at that and figure out what exactly you are planning on doing and how you're going to make that happen. Sure. And recognize that there are a lot of things that happen that are beyond your control. It's great to have a goal, say, to get a promotion by the end of the year, get a raise. But you know that that's somewhat beyond your control. You could do all the right things and still not get what you want because of factors that you have no control over. So I like to set some goals that are within my control, that are more about the choices that I make rather than the results, because results are great and it's good to have those in mind, but you don't have control over that very often. So it's more about controlling what you can control and measuring what you can control. And then what comes your way will come your way. Way, and if it doesn't come your way, the things that you want, then you, you, you know, sometimes you look elsewhere. And another thing to think about as you're talking about what's achievable, 
sometimes these are multi-year goals. Like you're not always going to be able to accomplish everything you want to do in one year. And sometimes that's just not realistic. And so really think about what are some milestones I can use for this year and toward the end of this year to kind of mark my path. So there's nothing wrong with setting a multi-year goal and making 2018 the year that you take your first steps and move forward and hit that first milestone. Yeah, and I think the exercise right now should be what's achievable within that one year that is along the path towards your multi-year goal and what is it going to take to get there. And we've talked a little bit about promotions, raises, new jobs, switching careers, but also just improving your skills and whatever you think your strengths are or whatever, whatever it is you want to be doing with your life. Having some skill-related goals, some achievements will definitely be worthwhile for the next year. I really like going back to what you were saying earlier, Harlan, about the importance of setting goals that you have more control over. And so things that you know you can do, whether it's improving a skill, whether it's improving some sort of time management, whether it's, you know, working toward putting your finances in order so you can start a business, whatever that is, make sure that it's something that you ultimately can control. Once you've got that figured out and you have an idea of what you want to accomplish and why you want to accomplish it, it's time to really kind of get into the nitty gritty and uh, say, what skills and traits do you need to make this happen? Writing these down will always help and interviewing people or, or just asking people who perhaps are where you want to be within the year and asking for their advice on what can get you there. Some of the things that might come up, maybe you want to spend the next year moving towards a degree, more education or certification in some sort of field that is aligned with what you want to do. And again, that could be a multi-year goal, but the, the purpose is to figuring out what you can do along that path this coming year and figuring out what is achievable. So maybe it's the first completing the first year of a two-year program. That is certainly a, a worthwhile goal for the coming year. And another thing to think about too is what do you need to do in the interim to get to the next step? I was actually speaking with somebody not too long ago who is interested in starting a business, but they have this minimum wage job, they're kind of stuck in it, and they work a lot. They don't work a ton of hours, but they work enough hours that they feel like tired and, and they don't have enough money really to put into starting this business. And so we sat down and we're looking at some things and realized that, you know, there is a company hiring in our town that's willing to hire drivers. It's a shuttle service and, and will pay for you to get your CDL. And so it's a better paying job. It also offers a way to get this marketable skill, which, you know, there are always people looking for CDL drivers that pays better than the current minimum wage job. So we talked about it and looked at it and realized, well, this is actually a very good interim step. They'd be able to do it. They'd actually have fewer hours, but make more money and then have the resources to put into starting a business. So kind of looking at those steps and kind of trying to map that out is one way to kind of move forward with that and, and look for an opening that can help you get there. Sometimes it's not always like, oh, I'm going to go straight from A to B. Sometimes you have to go put a little step in there like A and a half or something <laughs> to get to B. 
I think that's uh, they call that a prime in in math. But, that's true. But yes, one thing that you can do is get people on your side. It's a great tip for anybody who's got any kind of goal. You want your cheering section. You want your cheerleaders. And if there is a decision maker that you can get on your side, even better, because then you're openly communicating about what your goals are. There's no secrets there, and perhaps they can tell you what you need to do in order to get there. If you have a job-related, like a position-related goal for your job where you're moving in a certain direction, moving up, moving laterally, whatever it is, talk to someone who's going to be there making that decision or at least supporting you as someone else makes that decision or advocating for you. And then they will, it creates an incredible amount of awareness, which I think is really crucial to getting what you want at your job. If you don't make it clear that you want to move ahead, if it is moving ahead that you want, then there's no way you're going to move ahead because people who move ahead are those who make it clear that they want to move ahead. And sometimes it's people who make it so clear that it almost steps on other people. Now, I don't like stepping on other people. I don't like taking advantage of anybody, but you do have to make your your intentions pretty clear and pretty obvious so that you can get that support and people know what you want. If you do well, then they're going to support you as you move forward. Yeah. And actually, this is a really good time to bring up something. Now is a good time to have those conversations with your managers and mentors. And really goes right into what you're talking about, Harlan, about finding people to be on your side. And part of that is talking to your boss or your human resources rep about your career track and the promotion that you want or finding a mentor. And we did do an episode on mentorship and finding a mentor not too long ago. And you can go back and listen to that. But find that mentor to talk to them about what are my next steps, somebody who's been there, or somebody who can talk about your promotion track. We just had a big meeting where they talked about how they're redoing the structure and how they're redoing the promotion. And I just barely got a promotion. Woo. And, <laughs> and, you know, we looked at my promotion track and what is the next step for me? My direct supervisor, you know, is in a position where they can help me figure out how to take that next step. And so what Harlan said is very true. You need to let people know your intentions so that they know what you're planning to do and they can help you, but don't expect them to do the work for you. And if you want more great wisdom from Sandy, you can head on over to yesiamcheap.com. Yeah, and Sandy says now is a good time. And that's right, because moving up is a process that takes time because you have to set you have to or have set for you certain targets, certain goals, whatever work-related metrics must be met for you to move forward. Take some time to do that. So you want to you wanna make it clear a year in advance of where you want to go. And of course, that means you can't expect to be promoted right you know, as soon as you have this conversation with, with your supervisor. So have it early or at least expect that it's going to take some time when you do have that conversation. So if you want something to happen for you in the coming year, by the time this airs, it's going to be time to, to have those discussions. Right. And make sure that as you're having those discussions and as you're doing your research and as you're figuring it out, figure out what you need to have happen, right? Figure out, do you need a certain degree? Do you need a certain, even if you don't need a new degree, do you need a certain certification? Do you need certain skills? So the job skills that you have now, like if you have a hard skill, but you want to move into a different kind of career or a different role, you might need some soft skills. You might need to learn how to present or speak in public or write better. 
You know, so there are a lot of things that you might need to do in order to make that transition, whether it's a new role, whether it's a new career field, or whether it's a new business. So really look at that and say, all right, what skills do I have? What skills are going to transfer? And what things do I need to do to prepare and certify myself to be properly qualified? Yeah, and I think it's common for us to feel that we're ready for an opportunity that we might not actually be ready for. So be honest with yourself and ask for feedback and find out what it takes and then evaluate yourself and see see if you're ready to do that or if you're not take this year coming up to get ready. And so maybe it'll take a little bit longer than you expect, but this is a year to move forward and to figure out what it's going to take to get you what you want. So it's going to take some time. You won't have everything handed to you, and you won't have everything as quickly as you want it. Things never happen as quickly as you would expect them to. Yeah, and I really like your point about, you know, maybe this is the year you, like, position yourself, you know, and that's okay, too. Taking time to position yourself is very important because you want to be ready for the opportunity when it comes, like, truly ready. So next, you need to figure out how you're going to acquire those things you need. You figured out what you need. You figured out the steps that are going to take to get you there. But now you need the how. You've got to have that piece of the puzzle and have that way forward. Okay. And sometimes that's going to be finding that class, whether it's some kind of continuing education program, whether it's at a community college, whether it's at some kind of a trade school or some kind of a an online class. I, there's so much online now that you can do that will take your skills to another level. There's so much that you can do professional development wise and just personal development wise that'll that will improve upon what you do. And and all it takes is a search. Now, of course, uh, I prefer free when it comes to online. There's a lot of stuff out there that's free. I would suggest checking out those resources too before you get deep into paying for online classes because you just never know what to expect. And I find it hard to believe a lot of reviews online of online classes. There's a whole system in place that, you know, creates, it's all about selling. And (laughs) I'm in a community that's very much into selling these things. I'm saying find what's free, find find the good resources, find a good mentor, find someone who's going to help you and not someone who's looking to make you a customer. That's why I like colleges. That's why I like local colleges, because the professors there, they really want to help you. They're not there because they're selling you a course. They're making very little money, especially if they're adjunct professors. You know, there's lots of other setups it could be, but point is to find someone who's there to help you and don't turn yourself into a customer if it's if you can avoid it. And you know, find out specifically what you need because for some things, you know, if you're like, well, I just, you know, I need to just brush up on my writing or I just need to brush up on this particular knowledge so that I can pass a test. So there's some things like that that can help you make it to the next level with your career. In other cases, it might be a matter of, well, you need a master's degree or you need to get this particular software certification or whatever it is or this designation. And so that means that you are going to have to take classes. You may have to pay for those classes and you may have to do some homework. Make sure that you understand if there are some like for sure – hard and fast 
things that you have to have to make it to that next career level or that next promotion or that next job role. Be prepared to do the work because it's going to be work to get what you want. If, if what you want is something that is different than what you have, significantly different, or it's exciting or whatever, whatever goals you're setting your, for yourself, I would imagine that they would be, if, if you're setting goals, they must be really important to you. And if they're really important to you, it's it's going to be because it's a significant change from where you are today. And you just have to get, put in the work to get from A to B. And it takes it takes time. And you shouldn't try to find any shortcuts. And that's true, too, if your career path is starting your own business. <laughs> so, I mean, because I do know a lot of people who do want to start their own business in the coming year. And part of that is, okay, well, maybe you don't need to go out and get a degree to start your own business. But you do need to take a step back and say, okay, what do I need before I can make this happen? Do I have savings? So do I have enough money to make this work? What happens when I lose my benefits? Am I going to be able to pay for health insurance? Or do I have a life partner who can help me with that and, and take that over? I mean, you're going to have to sit down, especially if you have a family and say, okay, how do we make this work? Do we have the money to make this work? Do I have the money to invest in my business? You need to look at like, well, what do I need to know to start a website? Like, you know, what host do I need? Where, you know, can I just use a theme or do I need to hire a web developer? I mean, you need to sit down and research those things before you jump into starting your business so that you understand what it is and like move forward before you just th throw it all into the wind and hope that it works out because you have the most amazing idea ever. Yeah, and, and it's really important. You, you touched on the idea of if you're if you're going to start a business, uh, saving up or at least starting something that you can do part time while you're still working and earning money, especially if you have people who are depending on your income. You need to make sure that you're prepared to be without any kind of financial return. The financial return comes down the road, or at least you hope it does. So it takes it takes some time to get there. So you're making an investment of your time and your effort and potentially your money, too, if your business uh, requires money to start up. So th those are all things to keep in mind, too, as you're getting ready to start a business, if that's part of your goals for 2018. I, I like the idea, if you, if you haven't done anything to start this business, business yet, then take some steps. Don't jump into it completely until you've tested things out and you know that it's going to be right for you. Sandy also points out, she says she has been planning for years. And we know Sandy has a nice side gig. It's totally legit. And she's been doing awesome and killing it. And uh, she says, I've been planning for years. And now legal changes, including tax law, is making me pivot. And I love that she brings up taxes. Because the first year that I was freelancing and doing my own business, I totally did not do taxes right. It was a, it was an awful nightmare. And then the year after that, I made a new tax mistake. It was just craziness. And now with the new tax law and the way they're going to be doing pass-through income, and this is once again another episode because taxes, but the way that, but, this, but she makes a good point, the way that they're going to be setting up pass-through income and setting up taxes on small business owners that start the way you classify your business, whether it's a sole proprietorship, an LLC, or an S-corp, is going to make a difference now with the new tax law that they're probably going to pass by tomorrow. <laughs> so, so this is all stuff you need to think about. 
there are certain things that I say, think about, but don't let it sway you one way or the other. And there are certain things that are really important and would sway you. If you have a spouse, let's say, who is absolutely not on board with your goal for the next year, you need to ask yourself why. And you need to really consider what you're doing. Because you need to know that your family is on board. And you need to you need their support. And if you don't have their support, you have to figure out why and and hopefully solve that issue. Something like taxes, while important and finances are incredibly important, I don't want to say it should sway you away from whatever goal that you have because, you know, it it might change some details, whatever your financial requirements are for making the final switch, for example. Maybe it means that you work for another year before you're ready to handle the new tax ramifications. But overall, I don't want the the tax law to really affect someone's decision in, in you know, their major goals in life. Because you know what? These tax laws, they they're going to change. The <laughs> uh, they're going to change. They're going to change before the next administration. I mean, you know, it's, it's, they're going to change before the next midterm elections. It's they're, they're, they're going to this, this bill that's going around now. It's not even the Republicans are going to revise it almost uh, no, almost gonna... as soon as it's passed. <laughs> well, anyway. So yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of those things where you're like, well, maybe I should talk to an accountant about how to set this up yeah. so that I can take care of this properly. In, in fact, as Sandy points out talking about pivoting, I will probably be talking to my accountant fairly soon about whether or not I should change the type of business that I have, because just changing its organizational structure could actually mean better tax savings. Yeah. It's a loophole I don't need, but <laughs> this, this tax bill isn't for other people. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely good to speak to an accountant on all of those kinds of issues. You know, that that is something that, again, is a step in this long path that it takes to, say, start a new business or to make these major life decisions. For moving forward... Whether your goal for the next year is to start your own business or to move forward in the job that you have or to pivot to a new career with a new employer, whatever it is, whatever you decide your career-focused goal for 2018 should be, the time is right to break it down into smaller steps. And I think what you want to do is figure out what the first step is and do that first step. And usually it's the first step that is the most difficult to get off the ground because it requires you to move from this state of being to a state of action. And that really is the hardest part. Sometimes you need a push. That's why I said get some people on your side because they can be the ones to push you, especially if you have a hard time pushing yourself. So sit down and as you're breaking it down, figure out what to do first. So what is the logical order for doing things? So in the case of my friend that I mentioned earlier, who wants to start a business, but isn't stuck in this minimum wage job and and doesn't have the resources or the time to get it going. The first logical step here is to apply for this job where they will pay for him to get a CDL. So start with that job. Take that first step. He's a good driver. He's done some driving type jobs in the past. So he has a pretty good chance of getting that. So apply for that job. That is the first step toward freeing up the time and getting a higher paying job and learning a new skill and positioning himself so that he can build up those savings and build those resources to invest in a business. So you can't just jump to the business. You got to step back. So 
figure out what to do first. What is your logical order? What are the steps you're going to take? And then just start with that one thing, that one first step. Once you're moving, it's a lot easier to keep moving. And something to keep you going is to map it out, put it actually in a map of some sort, whether it's, you know, whether it's just on a piece of paper where your first step is at the top, then there's an arrow to your next step and an arrow to the step after that. Make it clear exactly what your path is going to be to get you to where you want to be by the end of the year. Writing that down on a piece of paper is something that we always talk about. It really does help visualize your goals and gives you a place where you can come back to it, check things off, circle things, put question marks by, or even, you know, break out into further detail if you have to. Visualizing it in actual pen and paper or on the computer, whatever you whatever you want to do, or on your app. I'm sure there's an app for that. <laughs> but make this map happen because it's going to help you once you're once you're on the road. Give yourself a little GPS that's going to tell you what your next step is going to be. And as you move forward, keep those people around you to help encourage you and keep you accountable and get that kind of cheering section and then, you know, celebrate the milestones, you know, when you know, you don't have to have a big expensive celebration. But you know, find a way to mark the milestones and feel good about it. And, you know, look back on your progress and acknowledge how far you've come. And that'll help keep you moving forward and realizing that you can eventually get there. Yeah, absolutely. Again, the purpose of this podcast is to think just about the coming year, since it's the start of the year right now. You know, your goals can be longer than one year. That's fine. But break it down, like we've talked about. The timeline that you have in mind might not be the final timeline. You will hit obstacles along the way. Things will come that were unexpected and might derail you or might uh, might encourage you to even change your path, which is fine, too. It's okay to revise your goals and to change your plan. A, lo- a lot of us will get stuck on this idea, well... A few months ago, I said that this was my plan. So even though my circumstances have changed and life has thrown me a huge curveball, there's there's no reason that it has to stay the same. There's no reason that you can't revise your plan. It is your life. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I like that. You know, you should always be evaluating, you know, where's my plan? And sometimes you get partway into your plan and realize, oh my gosh, that was not realistic. <laughs> so, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, revising and saying, okay, let's, uh, let's try for something a little more achievable. Yeah, you know, so many times I've heard from people who, you know, they set a goal for themselves, and usually it's around starting a new business because that's kind of the environment that I'm in. <laughs> it's all uh, the people we know. But and, and, but they are uh, p- perhaps at some point they don't meet their goals, and they decide it's not right for them, and they turn back around and and they go and they get another working job because it didn't work out for them the way they expected. People who go through this, they think that perhaps they failed or other people criticize them and tell them that they failed because they didn't meet their goal. Or they feel that their choice to go back to, you know, go back to what they had originally been doing is somehow moving backwards. And that they're just kind of, you know, they, they might feel that even though they're telling people that, you know, they made this choice to go back, and it just wasn't for them, they still might feel like a failure. And they're just not admitting it because they don't want to seem that way to all of their friends. But the truth is that we never go backwards in life. We're always moving forwards, even if circumstances change, and we 
revert to a previous state. It's still moving forwards because that's the only way our universe works. And you can talk to Albert Einstein about that. Cause and effect flows in one direction. There's nothing we can do about it. We're always moving forward. We will never move backwards in time. <laughs> time and space. Let's talk about some of the do nows that that we can do now <laughs> to move forward as we get ready to make this the year we rock our careers. What can we do to, to start? I, I've heard people say things like, you know, what do you want written in your obituary or what should be on your, your, your gravestone, things like that, and to live your life along those lines. Taking, you know, a page from that book, you could say, all right, so let's say the New York Times is profiling you for all of your success at the end of next year or at the end of this year. What does that profile say? And figure out from there, you know, what you need to do to get there. And I, I think if you write down, if you write this, write this fake article, that's just fake news about yourself, <laughs> the ideal spot that you're in with your job or career or whatever it happens to be in the end of December, then write it down so that you have that and you have that as a piece of evidence as, as to what you're thinking at this moment is your goal for the year. And, you know, we talk about writing things down a lot. That's because it's one of those things that works. And so, yeah, so go ahead and do that and, and make sure you, you know, write out what you want to accomplish. Next, you know, sit down and research what it takes to do the job you want and write out the requirements, like list the requirements of that job or of the promotion or of the business you want to start. So list those requirements out. And you may have met some of those requirements already. So write them out in a way that you can check them off. And uh, as you progress, you can cross them off. You can do whatever you want. Just show your progress so that you see clearly how you're going from today to the end of this coming year. Finally, once you have that, go ahead and just take that first step, whether it's signing up for a class or joining a trade organization or finding a mentor or just talking to your HR rep or your supervisor, scheduling an appointment with your HR rep, take that first step. So once you know what that first step is, just go ahead and take it. And it's, you know, it's, it's something simple. Usually it's something as simple as signing up for the class or scheduling an appointment with someone. We have a listener question, and this is a good one for uh, today's episode. My parents are disappointed that I don't want to take the next step in my career, but I'm happy with where I'm at, even though I don't make a ton of money. Is it okay to not have career goals? Ooh. <laughs> that is a good one because, you know, we always are, we're always talking about like, oh, let's go. And I actually know somebody who's kind of in this position who parents had great expectations for them and they, quit this lucrative program they were going to be in and did something less lucrative and finished it. And they love it. They love what they do. They don't have any plans to like climb the ladder and they're happy. And that's great. And I think, you know, if you're happy with where you're at and you are finding other ways to improve yourself and move forward with your life, there is, you know, you don't have to necessarily be always climbing the career ladder, trying to make more money, trying to get the next promotion. If that's not what's going to make you happy. And, you know, he's happy because he has time to do service and he has time to pursue his hobbies. And, you know, he just had a he just had a baby. And so now he gets to take care of his baby and spend time with his his new family, because he's not working 70 hours a week trying to please his parents to take the next step up the career ladder. 
Well, I mean, that's the key to happiness is being satisfied with what you have. Uh, some people are just people who are satisfied, and some people are people who, are, who will never be satisfied. It is fine to be happy with where you are and not have career aspirations. It is absolutely fine. If you are meeting all of your goals that you have, and you don't feel empty or you don't feel wanting in any sort of way, I, I, I mean, the, the bottom line is that there, there's really no such thing as job security. So you have to keep that in mind, too. But as long as you're prepared for things that might come down the road, ready to get a new job, maybe if you if you are forced out for some reason, or, you know, perhaps you're just financially independent and you're in your you don't have to work and you're pretty happy and you have what you have, you like what you have. You don't have to you don't you don't have to work hard anymore. And that's that's good. And the the point at which you don't have to do that anymore is different for for everybody. And finding that point is, I think, what some people's goals are. And so your goal for the year should get you to that point, if nothing else. It should move you forward towards that, if nothing else. But if you're there, work on something else in your life if you want, or just uh, sit back and enjoy and do whatever you want. Yeah, I, well, and, and I like, you know, that point. I mean, I personally, even if I'm not like pushing toward a new career goal, I, I just like to be busy and, and feeling like I'm doing good things. <laughs> so, and that's why, and that's why I like my community involvement, right? So there's nothing wrong too with saying, okay, this is where I'm at right now. There's nothing wrong with, I mean, I know plenty of Harlan and I were talking about this a little bit before, but I know because of where I live, a lot of stay at home mothers who, you know, just, want to, you know, get involved in some sort of small side business or direct marketing thing and and make three or 400 bucks a month so that they can do a few extra things. And that's what they're happy doing. And that's fine. And so, you know, kind of thinking about things in those terms works well. And then also, one thing that really struck me is that Last year and this year, I've been asked a lot, oh, well, what are you going to accomplish big in the next six months? <laughs> I'm just like, Probably right now, until my son graduates from high school, my main focus is to survive and then get my son through high school as a functioning adult so that when he's done with high school, he is a functioning adult. And so, you know, my goals right now don't have anything to do with setting the world on fire. I would like to keep doing adulting, so don't make me stop. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't plan to like write a new book, you know, 10x my, my planting money seeds list. Like I'm not planning on doing those things. You know, I want to enjoy making adulting a viable project. I want to do my community service and I want my son to be a fully functioning adult when he finishes high school. It's a good goal. <laughs> Does he want that too? Or He would like to be a fully functioning adult. Okay. <laughs> so we're on the same page. Yeah. So ambition is different to different people. And is it totally necessary? No. Should we criticize people who aren't as ambitious as another person? I don't think so. I think there's no judgment that can be made about how much ambition is correct. And a lot of the time we try to say that my level of ambition is correct. And anyone who is 
less ambitious than me is lazy, and anyone who is more ambitious than me is aggressive or a jerk or whatever it happens to be, or just uh, too much focused on their job. You know, we feel that our level of, of ambition is the correct amount of ambition. It's just like when you're driving on the highway, everybody who's faster than you is, uh, is, is an idiot, and everyone who's slower than you is a moron, right? That's pretty much how it works. Well, there's no right or wrong answer. But the bottom line is that there are things in someone's career that they want to accomplish. And setting goals and having something in mind for the coming year is a good way to do that. A good way to get forward and to move forward towards your goal without just letting things happen to you. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of just letting things happen to me, although I kind of do it in a lot of aspects of my life. Things just kind of happen to me. Like I kind of just people tell me what I'm doing sometimes, which uh, which I get frustrated with. But that's okay, because in the back of my mind, I'm still in control over a lot of things. So it's good to take control, and it's not necessary to abide by the level of ambition that other people seem to be requiring of you, even if they are your parents. Assuming that you're an adult now, and you live on your own, and you're not reliant on your parents, they don't have so much of a say. They'll still be disappointed if you're not meeting whatever goals they have in their mind for you, but you don't own their disappointment that is on them. Yeah. So we'd love to know what are your career goals for 2018. Let us know in the hashtag adulting community on Facebook or let us know on adulting.tv. And also, if you have any questions, ask us. Uh, you can drop your questions in Facebook once again at the hashtag adulting community or you can go to adulting.tv slash ask. If you want more resources and more podcast episodes, some of the concepts we touched on in this episode, we've actually covered in greater depth in previous podcast episodes. So feel free to subscribe at adulting.tv slash iTunes or find us on Google Play and Stitcher. And of course, adulting.tv is full of videos and articles and other resources that can help you live your best adult kind of life. <laughs> so head on over there. And remember, until next week, to behave like a grown-up. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. TV.